Welcome to the Arrow Media Podcast. Today is another great episode of Arrow High Tea. Enjoy. Our guests originally had sung us an intro, but that does not follow copyright. Enjoy this week's episode. That was our intro music for today from Andrew Pascarella and Drew Hall, who is sitting with us today. Heck yeah. yeah. Welcome back to Ashland High Tea, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys so much for letting me on the podcast. It's been a lifelong dream of mine. <laughs> <laughs> One thing many of you guys might not know about them is they went to St. Ed's. Mm-hmm. Oh. They were those kids. You were those kids. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us about that. Yeah. Well, how was your experience at St. Ed's? It was really, it was definitely very different, very interesting. Uh, it prepared I, you, it did not prepare you for the social aspect of, of anything. Not really. <laughs> yeah. in, uh, no. in my eighth grade class, there were two boys. It was me and, can I say, the other kid's name is Garish, Christian Garish. Shout out to Christian Garish! Really nice dude. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it was just two guys and, like, ten girls. So that, like, did not do well socially conditioning me, you know? I can that's, that's why Drew is nice with the ladies. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. What about you, Andrew? How was your class? Uh, my class was about half boys, half girls. Uh, it was... Uh, everybody was different. Everybody was different. I mean, Joe so, Mangus. Oh yeah, Joe Mangus, uh, Matthias Wood, who was uh, Jacob Stump. We were <laughs> we we got to be a ratty bunch sometimes, and that's such an yeah. odd mix of dudes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Me and LA just went to Ashland. Yeah, I'm lucky. We're kind of yeah, normal. I Actually, I went to Mapleton for like four years. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to Montgomery for kindergarten through second, so we were friends then. We should be friends again. Come on. <laughs> I went the whole way around, baby. Kindergarten to freaking eighth grade. It's a crazy ride. <laughs> Do you consider the people that go to St. Ed's, but then like go to the middle school a St. Ed's person? Or is it just not the same? They're traitors, dude. <laughs> Come on. They jumped ship. <laughs> they were the lucky ones. It was like Titanic, you know? The people who get on the lifeboats. And then you're still on the Titanic. You kind of look at it and you're like, man, they're not real Titanic people. (laughs) They didn't jump. Come on. You jumping off, man. If you're going to be on this shit, man, to call yourself a Titanic person, you better stay on till the end. Oh, wow. I didn't didn't see that one coming. So you consider St. Ed as the Titanic, basically? (laughs) Nah, that was just a metaphor. No, it's, it's, okay. Like, if it's a Titanic, oh, it's it about certainly under is a right sinking now. ship. But yeah, we won't get into that. It's uh, really close. There's probably about like ten feet left above water. So there's like some nice height, you know. I don't know. Take like half what I say seriously. I mean, <laughs> it's really just for take everything I say seriously. No. <laughs> no. What's like the major difference from like St. Ed's to the high school? Definitely size. Like, wait, oh, wait. Yeah. Like, like, the, the building? S- the size oh. of the population. Oh, like, I thought you meant the people. <laughs> yes, dude. Everyone's it's just like, short. Everyone's Everybody like around at St. Ed's. No, it's like... <laughs> dude, like Saint the Ed. hallways at St. Ed's 
like a lot less like chaotic than the high school. For oh, sure. indeed. Oh, indeed. But at St. Ed's, it's like class sizes are anywhere from eight to like sixteen. But it's crazy. you only find sixteen in the younger age where the kids have no say in where they want to go. Oh yeah, yeah. and then they start dropping out. I assume. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Uh, there was there was a class they were they gra- they graduated high school two years ago. No, three years ago. Uh, and they had around 12 to 16 kids in 6th grade. 7th grade, it was 4. One year, they they, they lost like 12 kids. It was, it wow. was insane. Wow. One gra- Good for class them. graduated with like 3 kids. Crazy. How do you even oh, do a class of 3 kids? Like, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, my class it's, is 8. I'm not even joking. It's crazy. Yeah. I couldn't oh go my. through that. Like 3 people yeah. for like a full year at least. Three girls. Just three. Just yeah. three. That's terrible. A whole year. Was there like relationships? Like anyone date? Was it like forced upon? Yeah. I will, like, <laughs> I will say quote unquote dating. I mean, yeah. what's there really to do at a Catholic school? <laughs> I mean, it's like the least romantic setting, I would say. And no boys know how to engage in anything. Yeah. Like, Come on, yeah. baby, let's go you praise know, Jesus. If this is Ashland High <laughs> Team... You, you want to go to church together? <laughs> maybe you want to sit can, next like, to each other in Wednesday Mass? Maybe hey, we can, like, girl, accidentally to touch knees. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. When I say run to second base, I'm not going to hit you with the kickball. <laughs> oh, oh that's, that is, that's that was not intense. in the Bible, man. Second Dude, kickball base, was intense. Not allowed in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, like... Wait, what were you talking about, kickball? Oh, yeah, so we played kickball, but we didn't play kickball with kickballs. So we played kickballs with full-blown soccer balls. Oh, mm. So, wow. um, it was it was intense. It was great. Basically, it was just a bunch of kids. It, you would kick the ball, but that, that wasn't the actual fun part. The fun part was having somebody stand, like, across, like, far away from you, and then them saying, all right, now you run from first to second, and I'm going to chuck this ball at you and try to hit you. <laughs> and that was the game. That, that, it wasn't kickball. It was chuck the ball at each other. It was dodgeball. And it was it was intense. It was painful. It was oftentimes painful. That's awesome. But yeah. how did you, like, play with, like, eight kids? Uh, they, so there we had recess. recesses. Yeah. So, like, eighth and seventh and sixth would, like... Yeah, we had eight recess lunch together, school. and then they'd eat, like, have recess together. Um, mm-hmm. So you, like, threw balls at kids younger than you? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. two years younger than you. Mm-hmm. That's the fun part. Yeah, the fun part is being the 8th grader and hazing people. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys had recess through 8th grade, right? Oh, yeah, yeah baby. So That's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't. No. That meant so nice. That was cool. It, it was indeed cool. cool. Did you guys have, like, were you staying in one class, like, the entire day? Depends on the, the year. Yeah. So get- up from kindergarten to around 5th grade, yes. But 6th, 7th, and 8th sometimes switch for different classes. I see. Like, I had for, I think it was, like, reading and uh, social studies, we had a teacher named Mrs. Law. And then for, like, Mm -hmm. math, science, and I want to say religion class, we had Mrs. Hootman. I think my favorite teacher, though, was our 7th grade teacher, dude. Oh, yeah. That dude was so chill. Like, his name's Mr. Valentine. Shout out to him, dude. Oh, yeah. Chillest teacher alive. He always talks like this. Okay, Drew. I need you to settle down, okay? Y'all need to just chill. Like, my favorite memory with him was, like, so in seventh grade, we take, like, a trip. I touched it. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we take a trip to, like, falling, falling waters. waters. Yeah. It's, like, Pennsylvania, I think. Mm-hmm. 
and we were on the car ride there, and it was me and some other kids. But you guys took a car, not like a bus. <laughs> yeah, we took three separate it cars. Was like three cars. We, had, yeah. we had a school minivan, and then we would have the pastor's caddy. Oh. <laughs> and okay. then like, yeah, yeah, that was the one Mr. Valentine drove. So yeah. that was the car that nobody gets to talk in because it was awkward. Uh, <laughs> and well. In my year, we were talking and we were so loud. Like I used to be a spaz in like sixth and seventh grade. <laughs> you still and are. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk, man? I was so much worse, dude. Oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> and I was just being really loud. And finally, Mr. Valentine's like, "Hey, Drew, I'm gonna need you to take it from an eight to a two, okay?" <laughs> so that became like a running joke. <laughs> the guy, the guy was obsessed with my ADHD. Like, every day he would come up with a new stress toy. <laughs> he would come up with a new stress toy. It was, it was, he, was, he was like, I'm the school stress toy guy. Like, he just had a box full of them. <laughs> like, it was his job to give these to kids with ADHD. And I was, I was always the, the it was ADHD the kid that he man. gave them all to. Did he ever give you a fidget spinner? No. That was, that was, no. Right. He did not. But he gave me, like, hand exercisers at one point, the little eggs. Want to hear my peak, like, spaz ADHD moment? Yes. It was, like, yes. in sixth grade. Yes. So, um, for choir, we had, like, an end-of-the-year party. It was, like, a pizza party, and there was soda. Mm. And one of the soda pops was a Mountain Dew. Mm. Okay. Oh. Now, little Drew was constantly told by his mother, don't drink Mountain Dew, Drew. It has caffeine. It's bad. Your heart will stop. Right? Yes, and man. on that particular day, sixth grade me had no regard for the law and was like, you know what? Screw it, man. I'm going to drink that Mountain Dew. So I, like, get a cup. I didn't even get that much, dude. And I, like, drank the Mountain Dew. And already, dude, I was starting to, like, shake, dude. I was spazzing. I'm like, I shouldn't have drank this, man. It wasn't even that much. But I just kept shaking and shaking, dude. Right? So finally, this party was, like, the end of lunch. So we go to recess. And we're lining up, and at this point, dude, I'm just spazzing out. Like, I think I'm playing a game, and I'm just like screaming. I'm like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I'm just spazzing, and finally, a teacher like notices this, and like a competent teacher, she's like, Drew, get your hand on the wall and stand still. You know, and you know me being a little smart, uh, like I was, right? I stand up on the wall, put my hand on it, and I flash her a pose, like I stick out my hip. And I put my hand in my head, and I like, I flash her one of these, and I just look her straight in the eyes, and she gets really mad, and she's like, Drew, don't have that attitude to me, go inside now! So, I had to, what? I had to sit inside, Oh my God. recess. He gave her the hip. I can't live it down. The sass on that one. Oh my one. goodness. Wow, I was not expecting that. Can you, can you, can you drink caffeine now? Yeah. I didn't know if you still have spaz moments now. Like I or... said, man, I've I've come a long way, man. People think I'm a spaz now. <laughs> he was worse. I can have oh, a sip of bang was... and just be cool. <laughs> cool. Uh. So what was religion class like? In eighth grade, we just never had it. Yeah. Uh, she would always say, all right, we're going to get to religion class today. We didn't get to religion class. Wait, so you guys would have like time slots it wasn't you like yeah, you didn't have so a bell schedule it was, it was just like whenever you got around to basically, it basically yeah we were unofficial like schedules yeah but yeah. teachers didn't really like follow them strictly no mm -hmm. not really it depended on where you were sometimes it was weird 
No, but religion class was typically like a 30 minute class where we had this book and we'd learn about religion and stuff. It was like all like yeah. weird vocab words though. Yeah. It wasn't like, okay kids, we're going to read the Bible and let's have a good discussion. Like what ideas does the Bible present and like why is it meaningful even though it's so old? It's more just like, you know, what is consecration? What is transubstantiation? What, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Because like as a Catholic kid, you have to take, it's like a standardized test, but for religion. Mm-hmm. It was like, <laughs> yeah. I forget what? the test. What? I forget what it's called. Yeah, like you have to pass a test to be Catholic? So like, how good of a Catholic are you like, <laughs> yeah. educationally? And that was eighth grade year. My teacher just barely taught us anything. <laughs> it's like, if you, if you don't, Pass this test, you're not a good Catholic. It was more like the ACT for Catholics were like <laughs> or like the standardized test where it was like, you know, okay, let's see, you know, blank teacher, how well have you been teaching Catholicism based on, you know, what your students score? Oh. And so it was pretty much up until like eighth grade, we didn't retain anything meaningful and then boom, cram. Cram for the test and <laughs> I remember doing Catholic. quite well. I probably could have been a priest. <laughs> <laughs> the pastor, the pastor, is, is Father Rod, love him, he's a great guy. Very chill, But he dude. just, every, uh, every day, every mass, he would always, like, try to try to get me to be a priest. And, like, especially now that I look back on it. Wait, I'm how like, so? Like, he'd, be, he'd come up and say, I think you would be great. As as a priest, a Catholic priest, so uh, just think about it. I'm not I'm not gonna you know force anything upon you, but I really think you'd be great at it, and I think it would be good for you. What I'm are you like, supposed to do with that information? Like, I don't think he'd say like that now. you come up to him as a 12 year old, like I want to be a priest. Then what? Do you, what was his plan there? To, I don't know. Independent I, study I religion class. <laughs> Like, I, I love, I love you, you drop out of school and just like shadow <laughs> him as a priest. <laughs> well, he obviously you might go to now, kid. Go to the, uh, <laughs> whatever it's called, you know, Catholic college. It's I think seminary. Yeah, that's what. There's like that's a theological one in AU. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, were, were you guys like good at sports? Uh, no. Up until the last class that was ever good like at sports individually is I mean, or as a whole they both do cross country okay i, yeah. I misunderstood because i was bad at cross country at st ed's um <laughs> now now he's a stud oh yeah the st ed's cross country team has always been decent yeah i mean like, well okay so i did well, I, I did track in middle school mm-hmm. and there'd always be like one or two people like the rest of the team was like really Joe bad Mangus. yeah but there'd Joe be Mangus. one or two people that just like Crush everyone. I bet Joe yeah. Mangus dominated in kickball. Dude, eighth uh, grade, he, man, no, for track. Not. The man's an Me, animal. Jacob. That's a whole like, Jacob's story. a really good runner. Joe, oh, yeah. he is a beast as a sprinter, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, he's if you see him doing Trying a to get 11s like, on the uh, 100. <laughs> he's like a freight train, He literally dude. looks like an animal. Like, yeah, his body's so wide scary. and then he runs. Yeah. I'm scared. Like, one day I'm going to see Joe coming at me, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be afraid for my life. Yeah. You got... Uh, Joe, Joe never really got to play kickball because he would always kick the ball and hit the gym and then have to sweep. <laughs> so it's a two week. So basically, sweeping, yes. the gym is off a little bit to the left of the home plate, and he'd always, every day he could play it without fail, kick it and hit the gym. And if you hit the gym, you have to sweep for two weeks. And sweeping is just sweeping the cafeteria after lunch. So uh, I've gotten to become a really good sweeper because I've had to sweep a bit. It's uh, fun, though. But he slept almost all of eighth grade year. Can That's kind of awesome. Like, How were the St. Ed's lunches? They oh, were immaculate. Amazing. Really? They were Best immaculate. school lunches. Like, give an example. 
Um, one of the best hot ones. dog, buttered noodles, dirty dessert. I think that <gasps> dirty would be, dessert. We had dirty <sighs> dessert. It was amazing. No. I once got like six servings of dirty dessert. Oh, best okay. day of my life. Here's the best part. When you're in sixth through eighth grade, right? Oh. You know what you do? Oh, they just like. They don't, like, save food for leftovers. They just get rid of it all. So yeah. you can get seconds, thirds. There are records. There are literal records. A kid ate, like, five foot long hot dogs, I think. He still lives in infamy. Don't know his name. I forget his name. He existed. I know. I'm not <laughs> he did gonna, exist. I'm not going to say his name because I feel like he's probably ashamed of this, but he ate, like, eight Salisbury steaks once. Oh, it was crazy. What? Yes. Wow. We... I'm pretty sure I hold the dirty dessert record because I, you can never get more than seconds on dirty dessert, so I got really lucky. Wow. The reason I eat so fast and like an animal is because we were just voracious. Yes. Like we'd rush to the table, we'd shovel it in our mouths, and we'd yeah. race for seconds. It was amazing. It was so That's much awesome. fun. And then we proceed to go out and play kickball. Yeah. It was so, bad. And then, you know, during cross country and track season, we'd have to hold all that in. Oh, oh, yeah. That was a hurler. Uh, was there like a basketball team or just like soccer team or football? My sixth grade team or sixth grade year, there was a basketball team, but after that, no, because we didn't have enough kids. Sports. The only sports that went through uh, my eighth grade year were um, cross country, track, and volleyball. Seems right. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob and like Matthias and you at one point, they were like the only kids who were holding up cross country. Pretty oh much. yeah. There's like, I think, nobody after we left. I think now it's kind of dead. A lot of sports. All, all the sports are dead. Maybe not volleyball. But that's it. I all think, the sports are dead. I think the school was like almost dead. I don't know. It, I, I heard there's like barely any kids. There's not, there's not many kids coming in right now. But I don't know. I got, I got inside info. My mom teaches there, actually. Oh. Um, What's but, the appeal of going to a private school? Well... I got picked on by the public school teachers, so I moved to private school. I think with my parents, like, they didn't want me, they felt like, I don't know, like, public school with so many kids would be kind of overwhelming, so they kind of wanted that, like, smaller environment, you know, because you get more one-on-one time with the teacher, I guess, Mm -hmm. because there's, like, less kids, and you have them the whole year, so it's more, Mm -hmm. like, personalized. And I could see like putting my kid in maybe like in their earlier years yeah. and then like to get like the one on one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once they reach like maybe like fourth, that would be around there. It is do. more rigorous. Yeah. I'll, I'll say like it, it was harder. I feel like my grades in the high school, I'm doing way better in the high school than oh, I did yeah. at St. Ed's. It was actually pretty hard. Yeah. I, I, got, I got a lot of B's in, in, in middle school and I had C's at one point. But in the high school, it's just kind of really easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are like super smart, both of you. Jacob Stump. Oh Jacob God. Stump. Jake. Yeah. I mean, just the stumps in general. All oh, the stumps in general. Yeah, they are so smart, yes. dude. Williams Crazy. College, U Chicago. Yeah. Let's see where Jacob ends up. It's gotta be Harvard. good. Harvard. He's gonna. He's gonna end up in Columbia or Harvard. Dude, Oxford, Princeton. Almost like everyone on the cross country team is smart, and then there's just me. <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, don't take any advanced classes. I'm just sitting. You smart. I mean, you're out of the ways, st- though, man. You smart on the smart. streets. Yeah, street smart. You smart with people. You're out of the stereotype in several ways. Oh, very. for example, size. Yes. <laughs> not yes. many cross country runners are like, <laughs> not like sticks. Yeah. Yo, can I give a shout out to someone, dude? Sure, go yeah. ahead. Me, Caden, dude. Wow. Blah, yeah. He like he Holy. does not seem like a cross country kid at all, especially because mm, he's mm-hmm. like a very like the bigger build. Yeah, very big build. But oh my gosh, man, he's like 
worked really hard this year. He mm-hmm. knows how to race. Like, oh, yeah. He just really gotta, he's just got to get that pacing mm-hmm. down a little better, and he's going to be varsity next Dude. year. Like, Him, like, on the finish line. You know how Joe's a beast? Mm-hmm. He's a beast, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he he's goes, scary. man. He was a sprinter in middle school, which is, he did shot put, and he he's the same size mm-hmm. as he was then, and mm-hmm. then the coach was like, he's actually fast. Yeah. And so they put him in the 200. The 200. Gotta love it. Can't wait for track. I'm debating whether or not I should do track. Track yeah. is way more fun. Like, like the mile, dude, that's my favorite race. I can't ever. I can't do anything past one lap on the track, though. Sister, I'm really yeah. slow. I'm really bad. My at sister did a two mile. I was like, how could you do that? Like, you're just running eight laps. I yeah, hate I that. Know. I hate running on the track and just like running in circles. Mm-hmm. And it's repetitive. That's, that's why I can't do it. Boring. It is Only thing boring I was ever good at time. was discus. <laughs> Flabby oh, arm me. I did discus, discus in middle school. I <laughs> me too. sucked. I hit I hit a ninety <laughs> in practice. Ninety. My best was like fifty, dude. <laughs> I was bad. My best was one twenty. <laughs> nice. I was bad, dang. <laughs> <laughs> you know, literally, like, oh yeah, I'm one twenty. I was fifty. Hey, that's not bad though. I mean, there's kids that get like twelve. Because <laughs> like, they just can't yeah, throw like, it inbounds. <laughs> I, would, I would like shot put farther than some kids who do this. <laughs> okay, that. All right, should we move on to the? What'd you say, Drew? I don't know. The book. Hold on. I am reading a book the, right oh, now. Oh, Drew's I'm... book. Oh god. Talk about your book. I'm in the middle of it, so like I'm not the best reliable source, but I'm super interested. What, what's called... it called? What's it about? So it's called King, Warrior, Lover, Magician. (laughs) Rediscovering the archetypes of the mature masculine. It's really good. So pretty much, are any of you familiar with um, Carl Jung? Jung? No. He was a, um, he was a, like, psychoanalyst, like a psychologist. And pretty much he came up with the idea of, like, archetypes. And pretty much it's the idea that, like, deep within the, like unconscious of humanity there are certain like symbols and ideas that just like keep going and keep like staying true and you can find them in mythology and in literature so like for example uh star wars you see a lot of archetypes in star wars like the mentor figure you know with obi-wan you know Mm -hmm. he's a mentor to luke you know the hero very archetypal and we learn things about ourselves by looking at like these archetypal figures. So mm-hmm. what can I learn by looking at the hero or the mentor, you know? How can I capture that mentor's energy and help someone else? So this so, is a very smart person, but it's it's like I don't want to be self-gratifying. It's like, yeah, it takes a certain intellect to understand <laughs> the words if, if of Carl. You, yeah. If you went to St. Edge, you can read the book. But yeah. not <laughs> Only St. Edge graduates but can read this type of literature. If you went to Mapleton when you were little, you can't read it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, with the book, it's like pretty much the idea that like, you know, with discussions of toxic masculinity, right? You know, it mm. seems like a lot of people want to get rid of masculinity. But what mm-hmm. these people are claiming who wrote the books say that no... It's not that masculinity is inherently bad. It's just it's not mature. We're not like looking at the right types of masculinity. So, you know, they look at the mythical figures of the king, the warrior, the magician, and the lover, and they say, here are examples of mature masculinity, you know, that will help our like world grow. And it's more, you know, a lot of people think masculinity, it's like domineering and like, you know, like toxic and just bad. But, you know, real, like mature masculinity is creative and empowering and uplifting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really interesting. That's interesting. Wow. Man, the last book I read was, on, on, you know, for myself, was freshman year, Mein Kampf. 
<laughs> I remember seeing you in yeah. uh, advanced bio, and you'd just be reading that. I yeah. was like, what the heck? Yeah, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Kind of difficult to understand because Hitler wrote like an Austrian news source, which is very hard to understand and confusing. But uh, yeah, it, it was it was an enjoyable read for a history nut like me. Uh, but <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it like. was it was weird. Kind of hard to understand uh, because the paragraphs did not mesh well. That's how we wrote. I enjoyed it. It. I can say I've read Mein Kampf. Yeah, that's that's something to put in two truths on a lie. No, yeah. not a lot of people can say that. Now you say you're history nut. Do you like want to go into something with yeah, history? Yeah, my my plan is is that after high school, get a get a degree in either American history or poli sci, polit- uh, political science, and probably go for a doctorate and become a professor. That's that's currently what I want to do. I'm leaning a little more towards poli sci because politics is fun. Yeah. Dude, I'm getting done with politics, man. <laughs> so true. I'm kind of fed up. Yeah. Yeah. Drew, what are you going into after college or after high school? That is what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm thinking about like maybe cybersecurity. That's mm-hmm. a really important field coming up because like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, so many companies store like personal and like private information online, and like think of how much you put on like Instagram and like. Facebook and Google and everything, you know, mm-hmm. like data is a commodity. It's crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. maybe doing MIS or like man. That's it. Management of information systems. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just want to go into like sports science and nutrition. <laughs> cool. <laughs> for the first senior night, we you know we walk and we have all the bios and all the girls are like physical therapy, sports science, nursing, and mine's just. Fashion business. Nice. <laughs> kind of stood out, but it's fine. Nah, man. People no, need clothes. Yeah, no, <laughs> we do need clothes. It's it's not not like, people need help getting dressed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like in the yeah, future they're going to be like, you know what? That. We're done with clothes. Fashion industry, done. No yeah. more. No more clothes. We're all naked. We're, oh, we're going Adam and, and then you'd be out of business. <laughs> yeah. it, it wouldn't be like that. We're going Adam and Eve for a while. I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> It means you're gonna start a trend. Okay. <laughs> Just being <laughs> naked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. One thing that Drew wanted to talk about was questions about life. I feel like that would be a good little segment there. Okay. Any Luke? Any deep questions? Deep question. Um. I asked Luke Dembo this, and he couldn't give me an answer. When did time begin? Hmm. Mm. Well, I guess it depends, cause. You know, some people think time's relative, you know, because like we've kind of come up with time. It's like, you know, in like five minutes or whatever, this period's over, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know, like what is time? Mm-hmm. I saw I saw a video of this one chemistry major that was like chemistry isn't real. Like we we made everything up like scientists just made everything up. We don't actually know anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I don't know, because it's like. I feel like it's weird to think, but, like, all we have really, like, all we have really is the present, you know? Mm-hmm. The future, we have no guarantee of what, you know, the future is or what it can be. It's a good the life past, motto. You know, what is the past? Like, can you grab the past? Can you feel the past? All we have for the past is, you know, what, like, remains of it. You know, that's yeah. why you have some people asking, like, did the past even happen? What is history? Do we even know We don't know what for happened? certain. 
Mm. I'm just going to ask you a deep question. Okay. Just I want to hear your answer on this. Uh-huh. What age do you want to live to? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Because I've heard some people like literally want to die when they're like 25. Really? Yeah. Be the 27 club. <laughs> I guess I just want to go through all stages of life, you know? I don't want to... I feel like when you die when you're 25, okay, you've missed out on, like, fatherhood and, like, growing old and more mature and, like, I don't know. I just feel like, why not just a whole cycle of life? Exactly. I don't know. I want to be able to see my grandkids grow up. Ooh. Mm. That could be a great grandpa. <laughs> yes. Cool. Great grandpa Drew. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about flossing? <laughs> Back in my day, there was this game called Fortnite. Not like you youngsters in your virtual singularity and whatnot. <laughs> when I was your age, I didn't I didn't have the access to the AI singularity like you do. We had to go on to Google and look up jackpot. <laughs> okay. How do you want to die? Oh. You know, I've heard freezing to death isn't that like bad. You know, because like when you're out there and it's cold, eventually you start like feeling warm. You know, mm. and if you just like go to sleep, you'll die. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> like when I'm really really old, maybe like eighty, I'll go out with my family and we'll like track out into like the woods and it's like really cold and then I just kind of lay down they all surround me on the deathbed and like did your teachers ever make you read that book about the guy or what it was like a passage or something it was about a guy that like did that and he was out in the tundra or whatever and then he just like do you know what I'm talking about yeah the one where it was like so the guy was trying to see Du Bois so he was like going across the Yukon. Yeah. And then his like dog was with him. And yeah. He tried to start a fire. And then then uh like you know, like all the snow stopped him. And then in the end he dies and then yeah. the dog walks off. And but the like, theme is that nature doesn't care about your pathetic human yeah. struggles. <laughs> yeah, but like the guy didn't like hurt. He was it was peaceful. It was a peaceful death. He just, just kinda like yeah, like fell asleep. Went to bed. Have you guys ever watched a notebook? Oh. No, no, nope. Don't spoil it. That's how I want to die. No if if everyone wait, they die. What? That's a no spoil. one dies. Whoa. Yeah. Spoil. When? Whoa! Whoa! No one dies. Whoa! Whoa. Hey, 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 hey! No, no one dies. Who dies? At the end, they both die together. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Guys, they go to sleep on. and then the girl wakes up and she's like, ah! and then no, like they don't die. She doesn't wake up. She, they both die at the end. Let, no, let that oh, is oh, not true. Sorry, guys, you're you're left out. But hey, hey Drew, you wanna you wanna watch the Notebook together and hold hands? <laughs> oh yes, that would be. Dash and Trish. cry together. Cuddle. I can be your shoulder. Yes, darling, boom. that would be dashing. They don't, don't spoil this. All right, I'm, I'm about to spoil it. Don't skip about 30 seconds ahead. It says, the original ends with Allie, becomes loose. Hey, hold on. Reads the story of their lives, a miracle. Then they hop in the hospital bed together, hold hands, and die. They don't die, though. No, they don't. That's what that's what they said. No. Right yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we're done talking. <laughs> we're done. I didn't hear anything. That was good. I probably won't watch it. I heard you movie, argue, but, but oh God, that's such a good movie. It really is. You guys have to watch it. Yeah. Are you guys into rom coms? 
Not really. No. no. I feel what like, are you into? I don't know. My problem with rom-coms is, to me at least, they kind of seem like, they, they send like a false expectation of what romance is. You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah there's so definitely weird. like cheesy rom-coms, and then yeah. there's like actually good rom-coms. Yeah. There's only mm-hmm. a few really good ones. I like There's Something About Mary. That's like one, I guess what you call rom-com I really like. Have you watched mm-hmm. Sleepless in Seattle? I only watched nah, them I slept with girls. <laughs> so like never. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> So, never. <laughs> so, I've watched, like, two. Nice. Which ones? One Day. Actually, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I actually enjoy them, which is kind of weird. Yeah, they're like, good. I enjoyed One Day. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not something I'd watch by myself, you know, for pleasure. Yeah. It's definitely something I would want to do with somebody else. So, what is the meaning of life? Uh, you want me to look it up? It depends on like which <laughs> philosophical standpoint you are. Oh, definition meaning. Oh, hmm. explain. I'll say this: I'm not a fan of nihilists because they're I don't know they come off as too edgy. They're like, Ugh, yeah, life. There's no meaning to it. Ugh, I'm so sad. My life's purposeless. Oh, uh, uh, nothing even matters. What's the purpose of love and morality and truth and all of that? Nothing matters. I'm like, bro, that's depressing. What the heck are you going to do with your life? That's why I'm like a fan of uh, existentialists because at least they're like, you know, okay, you know, maybe there isn't like some preordained meaning of life, you know, like there may not be a God or anything, but you know what? The true meaning of life is about what you get from it. So you make your own meaning and you set your own path and you mm-hmm. find meaning within your own life. So I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. What What are you? What's your take? I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. Mm. Um, I would say I'm definitely, I'm a, I'm a theist. I believe there is a God. I don't know. I just think with God, though, it's like God is so above our human comprehension. I don't think we'll ever really understand what God is, mm-hmm. you know? Well, so it seems a bit, you know, arrogant to say, like, Oh, my idea of what God is and is not is the infallible truth. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I guess I'm just kind of like, you know, living. I'm saying, you know, if I really want to glorify God, I'm going to do it by improving myself and living my best life. And, you know, I glorify God by glorifying myself because, you know, I don't know. I guess I feel like with God, it's like if he gave us life, right, he created us. I feel like like when you give someone a gift, right? Yeah, they say thank you, and, like, they say all those empty words, you know, oh, thank you. But if you really want to know, like, they liked what you give you, like, they actually use it and they enjoy it. Like, mm-hmm. giving a kid a toy. Yeah, yeah. Their parents make them say thank you, and then they're like, oh, thank you. And then they throw it away. But if they're actually <laughs> playing with a toy, then you get a greater sense of satisfaction. So I feel like that's how it is with God. Like, mm-hmm. okay, he created us and he gave us life. Instead of, like, spending all day, like, thanking him and just, like, saying all these empty words, like, I'm going to go out, I'm going to enjoy life, I'm going to spread love, you know, just, you know, show him what he gave me, you know, you know, why it matters and why it's, like, good. good. That's, like, the best explanation that I've heard. Honestly, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. So, what in your life makes you the most excited? Andrew, I'll give that to you. Woman. (laughs) No! 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 That was pretty good. That was pretty good. 
excited to say, have somebody I, there for me. You I know? didn't say what got excited. I okay. said, well, yeah, exactly. Like, do it more. I'm not enough physically, emotionally. You know. Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. Emotionally excited to have uh, to yeah. have a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel connected. Spiritually yeah. To have a, to excited. have that real connection yeah. there. Okay. Do any of you have women? Yeah. My mom. My you sister. Do? Oh right, that one girl. <laughs> oh right, that one girl. Uh no. Hey guys, I'm I'm single by the way. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Shout out. Someone someone hook these dudes up. Yeah man. <laughs> I'm here baby. <laughs> I'm here baby. What's oh, your best yeah. pickup line? Mm. Mm. See a girl in a. See, I I like I like to open it up by guessing their bra size. <laughs> that is my pickup <laughs> line. Wait, what? <laughs> Hey, go baby, go ahead, guess Drew's size? bra size. <laughs> Trainer? I'm like a D cup. <laughs> Double D's. Double, Double D's. D's. <laughs> my grades is A's and my bras is D's. <laughs> bra size, I'd be failing though. <laughs> I think my favorite pickup line, it comes from Gravity Falls. It's <laughs> okay. Hey, baby. Are you wearing space pants? Because your butt looks out of this world. Oh, my God. If I'm being honest, I have no pickup lines. I have zero. Yeah, all right. We're going to do a speed round really quick. Just random questions. Okay, we're going to fire right. off. Answer as quickly as possible. Favorite type Point of straw. Oh. <laughs> Bendy. Bendy. Right. Okay. Uh, favorite fast food restaurant. Uh, Wendy's. Uh, Union Town. Wait. That's not fast food. Uh, favorite uh, type of breakfast food. Uh, uh, <laughs> your, uh, your mom. Scrambled. Favorite junk food? Junk. Dorito. <laughs> Favorite type of fire? Uh, the Forest. Hot, the hot one. The hot one. <laughs> no, Australia. Oh. oh. Favorite form of sunlight? Australia. No. Tanning bed. <laughs> invisibility or super strength? Uh, invisibility. Super strength. Oh, if you had a superpower, though, what would it be? Anything. Invisibility. Okay. Uh, the Girls. ability to uh guess a girl's bra size. <laughs> Favorite song and sing it. Yes, uh, remix too. No, <laughs> we already we, did that. If we just be real, I'd the say. Poem. I would say Deacon Blues by Steely Dan. It's off of Asia. Produced in 1977. <clears throat> I've got to work the saxophone. That's a good one. I, I play just what I feel. Drink scotch whiskey all night long. And die behind the wheel. They got a name for the winners in the world. I, I want a name when I lose. They call Alabama the Crimson Tide. Call me Deacon Blues. That's a good one. Andrew? Uh, I miss having but at least I don't want to die by water parks. I don't even know if we can say that, but we'll figure it out. Mr. Kroll. I miss having but at least I don't want to die anymore. But I think that's pretty cool. I miss seeing the red on your face when it made you blush. But I think it's fine. It's cool. Nice. Yes. All right, let's see. That's a good one. Sourdough or wheat? Mm. Sourdough! Wheat. Yes. Favorite pastry? Donut! <laughs> uh, I like baklava. 
Is that a pastry? Wait, croissant. I don't know. That's <laughs> Would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby monkey? A girl. <laughs> Probably panda. I feel like monkeys are like too skinny and bony, but with like a panda, you're like hugging it. And it's like really big. What about a gorilla? Nah. I'd give the world to cuddle with Harambe. Oh, I'm Ooh, wearing can Harambe I, can I ask right a now. question? You are? Yes, it says vote for Harambe. Yo, okay, can what's I your ask, question? As you guys, okay. listeners can see, he so, has Harambe. Songs. Little question about Harambe, okay? So, <laughs> with Harambe, right? Would you rather Harambe be alive right now and no one like hear about him and no one like make the memes and no one like have Harambe as an idea or have Harambe die and then he becomes the meme and he has that idea of Harambe that you hold in your heart and you make jokes about. Die. Cause that's die really, cause he, he was going to yeah, die anyways. That's the thing about like Harambe. It's like, was his life, what is more valuable? His life in the zoo or that's, his death and like the idea that Someone should kill me death. right now and then I'll be We'll make be memes. Wow. Rip Nelly up. Hey, hold on, hold on. Are you okay? <laughs> no. All right, we're talking about Anyways. a different time. <laughs> okay. okay, favorite animal and then recreate its sound. Oh. Or favorite animal mm. sound and recreate it. I like chimps because they're smart like humans. Okay, sound. Oh my gosh. Andrew, can Andrew. you follow that up, please? Oh, I can't. I don't even know what sound a flamingo makes. <laughs> yes. Your favorite animal is a flamingo? No, yeah, I like, I don't know, I like some animals. They cool. Yeah, flamingos are pretty cool. They got backwards cool. knees, you know, like. No one has my favorite animal. What's Your that? animal is a shark. Sound. Like my favorite sound. <laughs> what is, what sound does a shark make? Because it's like underwater, so it'll probably like air bubbles. <laughs> my favorite animal is a meerkat. Sound. Make the sound. I don't know. I feel like. Oh, uh, oh no, that's muskrat. I'm guessing like a. Yeah. No. Yeah, like a like a. <laughs> like a. Like, because mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, they like yeah. they like peep out of the hole and they're like. What ah! sound do they make you know? in meerkat? Yo, sh- shout out that to way, Dr. Bud. We learned about meerkats in bio, and a se- a f- they have this thing where, uh, like, one will be like a watchman, and then if they see, like, a bird or a predator, then it'll scream, like, wah, wah, or something like that. Like the meerkat? Yeah, it So screams. you know what a meerkat oh, is? Yeah, and it alerts, <laughs> like, it's live. Like that? I, ne- she didn't, like, show us an audio clip, but she's oh. like, I think, where it was either meerkat or prairie dog. I think they're the same, but... They're not the same. They're basically the same. Basically, they are the same. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) All right. We should wrap it up. Yeah. It's been a good time, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Are you going to sing us out again? What do you want to sing? Teenage Dirtbag? Okay. Do you want to do the high part? (laughs) Wait, we should do the chorus. The chorus? Okay. Because I'm dead. This has been a production of Arrow Media Studios at Ashland High School. Subscribe to Arrow Media Podcasts wherever you find your favorite podcasts.